The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. call to order the city council um, regular meeting for today monday january 23rd 2023 and i ask the clerk to do roll call please mayor garrett here council member i'm sorry mayor pro tem Cantor. present council member jennings here council member Kinez. here council member miller here madam mayor you have a quorum thank you i invite everyone that's on facebook and into the audience to um rise and say the pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I'll take a motion to approve the agenda. Make a motion to approve the agenda. Second. So move and second. Is there any discussion? Yeah, um, question for the city attorney. Um, at the last meeting, we... Um, uh, Council voted to reconvene the ZBA on January 23rd tonight, um, but the for for the BP sign variance, but they're not here tonight. So do we need to open the ZBA to reconvene it again? We um, we continued it to a date certain. Yes. So yeah, I would recommend at some point this evening. Uh, convening as the ZBA, at maybe adding it to the end of the agenda. Convene as the ZBA, acknowledge that that item, unless anyone's here this evening for the ZBA request. Right, and then and then we can we can uh, make a motion to uh, just open end it, or set, I think it's going to be yeah, February, but just in case, so we don't have to. Okay, um, so can we? Can I'll make a motion to add it as, uh, I guess, after the action request. Opening, opening the ZBA. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So under F. Well, it's a separate section, yeah. so after F, yeah. And then can I make a recommendation? Uh, one one oh. moment. You have to finish the uh, first motion. Oh. So is there uh, approval with the exception of? Well, I think there's what, what Councilwoman Kinez is potentially another amendment, so I would yeah, collect them all four. first and then make one. Is it for the agenda? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, could we move uh, public comment, given the large audience, to just prior to us leaving for the closed session so that these people have an opportunity to speak um, rather than wait for us? I don't know how long those closed sessions are going to run. So moving... Uh, number 13, public comment to maybe number 8. And then move everything else down. Under E? You mean 9? Before we close. Before closed session. Oh, yeah, eight, so eight. Or the alternative would be that to allow the, public com the first public comment right. section to include items Everybody? not necessarily yeah. limited oh, that's fine. to the agenda. Yeah. That's even better. Yeah, but then they won't have an opportunity to talk about anything that would go over. You can leave the you to. can leave the other one, but give them the opportunity if they wanted to address something and not have to wait till the end of the meeting. 
Okay. So yeah. leave the agenda as it is, but amend it to the extent that you'll allow public comment on any issue at the first opportunity, okay. as well as the second opportunity. All right, so I'll add that to my motion to allow public uh, comment, um, the first public comment to be on any topic. Is there a second? Second. It's moved in second. Is there any further discussion? Oh, we, but people do need to know we still will be holding the public hearing on the sidewalks and that kind of stuff. So if they want to speak about that, should they speak at that time? So if, um, yeah, the, pu the public hearing with respect to the delinquent sidewalk assessments, dish and culvert, or, or nuisance cuts, if there's anyone here to speak to those topics, those comments can be made during the public hearing. Okay. You can also make them during the public comment section, but they're most appropriate during that public hearing. Thank you. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Next will be uh, public comments for um, all items, and speakers are limited to three minutes. Um, and just to reiterate the beginning of the addressing the city council, please adhere to that. Is there anyone that, oh, and then like what we were just discussing, is that if you're here for the um, special assessment, there is a public hearing, which is under 7A, that that's where you can be heard, but please understand if you want to be heard earlier, then just come to the uh, microphone. So, public comment is open for anything that is on the agenda or whatever your heart desires for three minutes. Um, only reason because they won't be able to hear you on Zoom. Well, I apologize. Maybe you can even move that microphone. And you only, um, it's up to you. If you want to give your name, it'll be nice. You don't have to give your address, though, unless you just want to. Good evening, everyone. My name is Kathy Mayfield, and um, I attended several of the city council meetings last year, and I watched most of them on Zoom. And I had a question, since this is a new year, and I noticed that in the city council meetings last year, there seemed to be a lot of confusion. And I'm just wondering, are there any classes that are provided for city council members? And is there any continuation classes that can go on for how to run the city council meetings? And could we see that everybody please attend those meetings, those classes, if there are? So I'm going to jump in here right now only because you all um, have moved the public comment stuff. So that's what I want to um, ask about because that's why I'm asking an attorney. Um, so when it comes to questions that need to be answered, we don't have our mayor and council comments until if you're asking me if you can also move your mayor and council comments up, I'd recommend keeping those okay. at the end of the meeting. So just for, for anyone in the public, if you are asking a question, you may, not, you may or may not get an answer this evening. And if you are going to get an answer this evening from a member of council, it probably won't come until the end of the meeting. Again, for public, if you, if you're, you don't want to wait around because we do anticipate tonight's going to be a longer than normal meeting, uh, leave your email address. 
some other form of contact and, and council can reach or out to you. Or forward it through the um, Zoom and you can see what the answer was, but I have it okay. Okay. written down. Um, just, okay, thank you. <laughs> and just for a, a reiteration for the public comment is that is your public comment, but there's not a dialogue between the council and your public comment. So that's just to kind of piggyback off of what the city attorney said. Greetings all. I am a 30 plus year resident of the wonderful city of Lathrop Village and I want to share some information about the retention tank. I know you guys have hired a code enforcement officer, but my comments are related to city property and hoping that the same enforcement would take place on the city properties as necessary. I gave you guys a copy of this because I've been told that um, I can't use electronics so that uh, the audience can see. So I'm going to try to refer uh, and I'll be quick. Um, I have three actionable items, actually, and I've talked to Susan, I've met with Susan, I've met, I think, with all of the city managers over time. Jeff, Jeff Mueller and I, we were quite close, uh, but since he's retired, I will say that I've struggled to get action uh, related to this. So I'm going to um, mention these items and then try to share the pictures. Uh, I'm not as great with the camera as I'd like to be, but uh, I did as best as I could. So the three actionable items, I've got one about maintaining those ditches uh, that roll into the water retention tank there on Rainbow Circle. Uh, they have filled in tremendously. I fight with the people from Evergreen that do that grass over there constantly. I catch them out there illegally dumping and I run out there. My, my kids keep telling me, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> but you know, I don't want to look at that mess, right? And then also there's illegal dumping going on on our side. People toss and I take my little stuff out and I clean it up because I like the area to look nice. Um, but I've also talked quite a bit since 2000. I started writing to you guys in 2019 because of the lack of response I began to get uh, about the uh, overgrowing of the uh, Phragmites, which are in an invasive species and how they grow over into the street making that turn right there quite dangerous because when you, especially these young kids that are driving, they come around that turn, they can't see what's on the other side. And so literally trucks and whatnot are beginning to roll over and I'll show you that in the pictures. But uh, the actionable island would be controlling the growth of the vines and whatnot. It looks terrible. Also people have stopped and told me they're afraid to walk through there. We have uh, coyotes, we have um, uh, skunk, we have the possums, you name it, we have it over there. And then when you're walking through there and you can't see past that foliage, you don't know what's going to jump out at you. So people are afraid to walk over there now. And it's been an area where walkers have always come. Um, and then also just maintaining the depth of those ditches because what's happening is now that the, they've filled in with foliage, uh, the water no longer goes into the ditches. It comes out into the street. And uh, what happens is that it comes over to my side of the street. I find that I'm having to have my people dig my ditch more often because when the water fills in, it's moving my dirt on my land, right? So the cost to me is increasing. And so those ditches need to be dug back out so the water can flow to and from that, uh, that tank. Thank you, Ms. Lacey. Am I out of time? Yes. Okay, so can I ask that you guys review this because the cost to me is becoming tremendous. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. How do I follow up? So I, I want to make sure, and I'm sorry, guys, 
this is something besides the situation that you sent to us on August 22nd? I met with you on August, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is something different. No, this is the same thing. So this is continuation? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we didn't, because I was trying to see, make sure that no one missed your email. That's yeah. Okay. That's it? So okay. there's another public comment if you would like to stay later that you can continue then. Okay, no, I mean, how do I follow up after this meeting? I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Um, to give me your, I have your information, and so um, I'm hoping that you have. I, I have her information. I'll follow up with okay. you too. And her email address. Yep, yep. I, I have all that. I yep. Understand. I appreciate it. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Good evening. My name is Andrews. I live on Rainbow Circle. And I'm up here about this road opening I have heard about. You're trying to open the road from Evergreen back through our neighborhood, which was closed when they built them houses and stuff. And we as the people back there haven't heard nothing about it, but I heard it through the grapevine. And all these signatures on here is from the residents that live there. And they don't want it open. And another question from Mr. Cantor here, from um, when they first started this improvement bond that we had taxes up, had to do taxes on, my street was supposed to be done. It was uh, cleared by the guys that y'all had to come out there and do them. It was taken off, and I haven't got an answer yet why it was taken off, and other street was there that wasn't on it. And I still have the old sheet that I was supposed to be there. You have a copy of this? You can, you can give it to me. No, I want to keep this. This I don't have this only copy I have. You oh, want I'll, I'll, need to, I'll need to see it. If you can make a copy for me. Is it in our presentation also? Okay. It's, it's oh. a, yeah, it's in our presentation. But we just need, you know, we need the people, uh, y'all guys need to stay in touch with the uh, community. You don't realize we paying the salary here. And you guys up, up on this board right here are supposed to be working for the residents. And Miss Susan, the city manager, she do not return no phone calls. She do not return no phone calls. Susan, she called me trouble. I'm trouble when I'm right. She called me trouble. But I deal with that, okay? I put in for the code of form. She, she didn't have the decency to respond to me or nothing, okay? She came from Hamtramck. I know that she came from Hamtramck, right? Uh, Hamtram, she came from Hamtram and Holland Park. Susie Stack was Susie in Stack, Hamtram. Yeah. She came from Ashley Clawson. Well, what, she what, what, was what? in Hamtram prior oh, to Right, she was in Hamtram prior. I found that out. Plus, now, the code force she brought in is one of her friends from Hamtram. So what I'm seeing now with, with, this, with, with this establishment here, it's, a, it's an old boy thing now. If you know somebody, you get in. And you got 12 people downstairs for, for community about 1,400 houses and 4,000 people. 12 people downstairs getting paid without taxpaying money. And we not getting nothing in return. I'm talking directly to my uh, mayor. 
Oh, I understand. I'm, again, reiterating what I said earlier is we're taking in the comments, and we have mere comments at the end of the night. So if you want to hear my I'll come back too so I'll be able to speak to the guy that's going to do these streets and find out what happened to our street. Do you want to hear our comments later, or you want me to call you? You want me to email will you? Return my, will you call me? Yeah. You don't do like Susan. <laughs> 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 don't do like Susan. I give you my phone number. Well, come over here and give me your phone number. <laughs> I don't have. I'm trying to get myself. Yeah. Two four. Two two four. Anyone else <laughs> make a comment? had a couple of items that I would like to bring up tonight. Um, first of all, I am on the corner of Wiltshire and Bloomfield. Bloomfield has become a racing city. They do not stop at the stop signs. I am literally waiting for someone to park their car in my living room because they don't stop. Those stop signs are none and void. I have called. Sometimes the police will come and they will sit there. But of course, once they see the police cars, they slow down. So I don't know if we need to put speed bumps down Bloomfield or something because, you know, we have a very safe neighborhood. There's a lot of um, heavy trucks that are coming down Bluefield. We have recently redone our roads. Those trucks are going to tear up our roads that we have just paid money to rebuild. Um, I don't know if we need to have signs put on 12 Mile because all of a sudden we're getting more traffic coming down Bloomfield than ever before. It's almost like it's the shortcut and they literally zoom down Bloomfield. And it's very dangerous um, for your kids. Uh, for walkers, for anyone. They don't stop coming down Bloomfield. That's one, one issue. The second issue is the sidewalk assessment. I would hope in the future that um, the city of Lathrop would take in consideration that as far as the assessment for the sidewalks, the sidewalks uh, blocks that I had replaced were based because on the fact that they were tree roots that literally rose up the sidewalk. Those trees are property of Lathrop not my property. So I would think that at least the city will at least go in half because my, my concern is when they dug up the roots, that's fine for right now, but guess what? Roots are going to continue to grow, which means it's going to happen again, which means, means I'm going to have to continue to pay this. And I don't think it's fair for the residents to be accountable for the full cost of the replacement of the uh, slabs, knowing that those trees are not our property. They're part of the city's property. So I would hope that some type of way that the city would take in consideration that um, at least go in half, because most of the slabs that I had replaced were because of tree logs. So once those trees raise up those blocks of cement, the next one is going to have a damage. We get rain, ice. It's just going to continue. So we're going to. This is not going to stop. It's going to be a continuation. So I'm hoping someone would kind of at least take in consideration as far as uh, the cost that is costing the residents. Thank you. Thank you Anyone else want to be heard now? Uh, my name is Jason Hammond, 19-year resident of the city of Lathrop Village. Um, what I hear uh, a lot in the city and also very clearly here today is that communication 
continues to be a challenge within the city, and I have several times over the course of the last year requested that the city council and the city administration consider putting together a formal communication plan for the city. Uh, I did a little bit of research. There actually happens to be a document on the city's website that talks about how communication between the uh, city through things like social media and other services should occur. I feel like the plan should be more uh, specific and that it should include things like how, off, how long should you have to wait to get a response and what are the methods of recourse if you're not getting a response and what are the responsibilities for the city uh, in terms of being proactive about communication and what methods of communication are approved uh, for the city to communicate to residents and which ones are not approved or authorized for communication to the residents. And I've been asking for this on and off over the course of the year and I, I, I'm just reiterating and encouraging the city to please put some effort into putting together some sort of a plan so that people and residents and business owners can both understand what they can expect out of the city in terms of responsiveness and proactivity from the city. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else want to be heard? So um, I would like to um, close the public comment. And before we go into the consent agenda, I see that our congresswoman is here. And if you would like to just come up and, yeah, you. <laughs> no, thank you so much uh, to the mayor and the council members. I'm just here to listen. Uh, I um, am honored to be able to represent all of you in the United States Congress. I'm looking for the partnership. I already have a meeting set up with the mayor and have an open door policy. If any of you would like to sit down with me, including my residents, um, please let me know. We are opening a neighborhood service center at the in Southfield uh, on Berg Road. It's the old Simmons farmhouse. I'll make sure to get that information out to all of you. Uh, but getting you through everyday challenges and issues is going to go hand in hand with the policy work. Uh, I love using the power of our letterhead, the power to convene, to making sure that uh, you get the resources that you need. So I'm um, just here again to listen and again thank you so much uh, to the mayor for uh, you know just a great relationship so far and uh, around the issues that we worked on before uh, but I'm looking forward to representing all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. Oh, if you can take these some sidewalk assessment bills and get those. <laughs> 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 that would be real helpful. <laughs> Um, moving on to the consent agenda. Everything under the consent agenda is considered to be routine and non-controversial. Um, so I'll take the approval, um, excuse me, the motion to approve the consent agenda or if there's anything that needs to be uh, moved out of it. Pull. Pardon me? I do want to pull something that make a motion to accept the consent agenda. Pulling. Um, okay. So you want to make a motion to, you want to pull something before we make the motion. Okay, so let us know what you want to pull. A, minutes, approval of minutes. Okay. Is there anything else that anyone wants to take out of the consent agenda? I would also like to pull C and F just to make a comment. Is there any, anything else that needs to be pulled out of the consent agenda? I'm sorry, D and F, I apologize, not C, D and F. Not C, yeah, sorry. So it'll be A, D, and F. Yes. Second. 
That was a motion that you gave, Karen? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. It's been moved and seconded. Is there any um, discussion on that? I don't need it. Roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yeah. Council Member Jennings? Yes. Council Member Kinez? Yes. Council Member Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion approved. You're up. Okay. I uh, pulled the minutes from our January 9th uh, study session. Uh, I'd like to go to page 14, section D. We spoke about <coughs> communications, parks, and rec job combination. And it said, uh, council agreed that it's a, uh, Montenegro explained to council there is a need for a communication, parks, and recreation coordinator. And council agreed that it's a good idea. Administrator Montenegro will gather job descriptions from other communities to get the full scope of the communication, parks, and recreation coordinator qualifications. Um, I had tried to talk about this at that meeting. Um, and I would like to go over a few things um, right now uh, about this position. Um, in January 2021. This, excuse me one second. Is this the appropriate place to do that, though? Because this is on the, the, the correctness of the minutes, not opening up new topics on what was talked about at that meeting. Is that correct, City Attorney? If there's an addition to what was discussed out there that something that was discussed that's not reflected in the minutes, then it should be, the minutes should be updated to appropriately reflect that. But if it's a new discussion, <coughs> a new information, then it should be added as an action action request. Later or at this point? Or at some, some okay. point. Okay. Well, I, I did bring up the fact that the uh, DDA Parks and Recreation Manager position was created in 2021 to do things like your town to um, handle events for parks and recreation and then in september of 2021 can i give you a pause again just a, a point of uh i uh, just one is this addition so when it comes to doing the the minutes it's for adding um, additional information or to take some minutes out i mean take some information out so i just trying to make sure that we're that I'm clear that this is not new discussion around what we talked about that's coming up, or is this going to be a correction? Yes, it, in addition to the minutes. Okay, so if it's, addition, agreed if it's an addition, idea. a new discussion, then we need to hold it's back. It's not a new discussion. It's addition to the minutes for something that was discussed. On that, that would matter. be an additional discussion. So it's really when it comes to doing the minutes, it's for the correction. I, and I apologize. I wasn't present at that meeting. Right. Was this information that was, was shared during that meeting? I brought up the, the concern that we ha already have this position in place and wondered why we were going to have another person hired to do what this position was supposed to be doing. And then I was told that was taken off the table. We couldn't talk about it. So I would like that reflected in the in the minutes. And it, yeah, it sounds like it, it could be on a, a subsequent agenda for further discussion. So you just want to reflect that she had further discussion for the DDA position? It sounds like she wants to reflect the fact that she she objected to this and it's not listed on here. I think that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. So and she's saying the like minutes aren't accurate and, it, and that's Additional missing. information later. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. And then just on uh, D and F, we have two different reports tonight. We have an annual report 
from the police department and we have an annual report from the uh, DDA and I would like to request in the future that when we have something like that that that's presented at our council meeting by the different groups so that the community can have um, can, you know can see what happened with the police department over the last year and what happened with the DDA over the last year I think that would be um, valuable information to share with people rather than just putting it in the consent agenda where we don't even discuss it. I agree with you. Um, duly noted, you all can make a um, action request to have that taken out of the consent agenda at any time and have it where it's um, a part of the uh, the regular agenda. Yep. Okay. And, and are you talking just for clarification for the annual meetings uh, for their reports for yes um, the annual reports okay all right but not the not the monthly not, not the, the regular month, ones no, just the, I the mean, annual monthly is in there people have access but I just think it would be a, a good idea to again present to our community who we are here for um, what has happened and where their tax dollars are going and you know all that kind of stuff so anyway. I'm not really sure why the DDA annual report is under the consent agenda now that I'm just kind of thinking about it but. Um, I mean, we can't do it tonight because they're not here. So, so as far as we can put it. the um, the 2022 DDA annual report. We can just revisit it in February. Okay. And Did also you hear that too? Annual yep. police report. And that's a monthly report. That's not a no, annual. No, there's no, an annual report. The annual that. report is included in there. So this also needs to reflect both that it says the okay. annual and a monthly, and then put that on the uh, February uh, report also. Yep. Anything else? Thank you. No, nope, that's it. Okay. I, I, I had some on the minutes as well. Page 14. Um, this is the first, I'm only bringing this up just because I, I'm on this page, but uh, in the middle paragraph, um, it says beginning with all, all not known city events, so it should be non-city uh, non events. Third sentence in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then down in the infrastructure committee, um, that, that doesn't reflect the conversation accurately. So um, the, the mayor had in, uh, initially asked, um, if January was going to be the last meeting for the infrastructure committee, um, and the the response was that the um, uh, we're, we're finishing up the capital improvement bond work, and that there was going to be a meeting in January um, where we expect that there possibly could be a recommendation, and if that's the case, there should be one more meeting to, to make the recommendation. Got it. All right. Is there anything else? If not, you need to have a motion to approve uh, those three things. I'm going to make a motion to approve um, A, D, and F under the consent agenda. Second. That's been moved and second. No further discussion needed. Roll call, please. Councilmember Kanez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next. Assuming that the whole room is here for is going to be for the opening of the public hearing for the special assessment roll number 2022-01 for 2021-2022 delinquent sidewalk, 2021-2022 delinquent ditch and culvert, delinquent 2022 nuisance cuts. Um, same still holds true for the public hearing, still three minutes, and so whoever would like to be heard, you can come to the microphone. If it's something about damage, um, please make sure we have your address. Um, yeah. Can you say what it is? You're good. Okay, I got more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
How you doing? My name is Nishan Robinson. Um, I kind of spoke in there about some of the issues that we've had um, with the site, um, but I think I'll also share the sentiment of a lot of people here in that I guess our bigger problem with the entire thing was, so we have a longer lot and we have four city trees. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you give your address again for me, just so that I, there were a lot of you that mm -hmm. spoke in there, and I don't remember everybody. 1221 Kilburnie Avenue. Thank you. Yes. Um, we have a longer front lot, and so we have four city trees. Most of the concrete that was replaced uh, was from three of the four of the trees, where the damages from the roots pulled up the, you know, the concrete, and it had to be replaced. And so I just think... Um, Overall, like she said, it, it's kind of, it's unfair. I'm not going to say kind of unfair. <laughs> um, it's unfair that we're going to continue having to pay for something that was not caused by damage that we did. Um, we've only been in Lathrop Village uh, since 2020, and it's been kind of disheartening a little bit since we've moved here because it's one thing after another. When we first got here, it was the water bill that was everybody on the block swam on the front porch or something I don't know <laughs> um, but it took us a while to get that fixed that was fixed and then a year later our taxes doubled <laughs> plus and because our bill went straight to the mortgage company we didn't know it at first and so by the time that it got a chance for us to argue it or put it before you guys we had missed that date <laughs> or that window and so our mortgage payment literally went up went up $1,200. <laughs> and so, and then now this, we have a, about, 17, about $1,700 for a sidewalk that we didn't damage. <laughs> and so I think, you know, I would hope that you guys would take a lot of that into consideration, um, especially since, like she said, this is something that's going to continue to happen. Um, but we work hard for our money. We got a kid in college and one getting ready to go to college, and we don't have a lot of extra money to pay for other stuff. And so I really would hope that you guys are holding this hearing because you do want to hear the concerns, but not just hear the concerns. Try to figure out how to fix it because we're coming out of money that we really don't have um, between the taxes and the sidewalk. <laughs> it's crazy. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else want to be heard? Hello, my name is uh, Roderick Owens. And basically, I'm just going to piggyback off of what the young lady just said here. <clears throat> First of all, I have like 10 blocks that were re replaced in front of my <clears throat> the sidewalks there. And all of them was due to the tree damage. And I've come down here. Can you give us your um, address? One eight two one one Ramsgate. Thank you. About it's probably been about eight nine years ago. You guys came and you cut down one of the trees that was there, and they're side by side. And at the time when you cut it down, I immediately came down and spoke with someone and said, "You guys need to take this other tree out also, because it was it was." You can see the damage was starting to uh, show up already. They came out several times and they said, well, the tree's not dead. We can't do anything about it. I want to know what the responsibility 
of the city as far as the tree trimming. I know when they pulled up the concrete, they came and they cut the roots out then, which should have been something that was done prior to that. Maybe if you would have took two of the blocks out or three and maybe shaved those roots then, we wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had 10 of them all torn up there. So I need to know what's the city's responsibility as far as the tree, just like the residents. If our responsibility is that front line to be maintained, I expect the trees to be maintained by the city, the roots and whatever. And not these roots are so far up in my yard that I took pictures. One, it destroyed my sprinkler system. Second of all, the roots come up so far every other summer, I have to literally dig them out, replant seeds because they're coming up and they're coming up above the ground now. And it's, these are the same roots from the same trees. And I just haven't got, you know, I have a $1,700 bill just like she does. And I don't have kids in college, but I'm gonna be retiring pretty soon, maybe in two more years. So I'm gonna be on fixed income. So I don't need all this additional money outside of the tax that we're paying. So those are, I've written to you guys, and the only thing I got back was the ordinance. I feel like the ordinance itself kind of discriminates from homeowner to homeowner. I went and I took pictures of one street that has no trees on that side of the street, and it is not one block that had to be repaired down there. Then when you go on the other side where the trees are of the city tree, that's where all the repairs are. So if these people over here will never have to pay $1,700 because they don't have the trees to deal with, then it's people in the city that doesn't even have sidewalks that they will ever have to deal with the price of uh, pennies fees. Thank you, Mr. Owens, and the answer that yeah. Anything else for the public hearing? Anyone else? Could I speak yeah. as a resident? Yeah. No. <laughs> what do you um, mean no? You can think because you're a councilwoman right now. You're not a resident right now. But it's a public hearing. And I have an Ma'am, you can come to the uh, microphone. Hello. I'm Patricia Collins. I live at 28717 Blackstone Drive. And my... I think everything has been settled with my um, sidewalk assessment. However, my biggest problem is that I was never sent the assessment. I had to inquire about it. And I was sent first just this. It's, it's a reassessment. And I had to ask them for them to send a, a breakout of what they're charging me for. But I paid it. It was paid uh, January 20th because I only got this stuff in January. And I just want to make sure it doesn't go on my property taxes. Um, you have our address, right? I, I do, okay. and we will double check all of those. These have been printed um, since the last meeting. So all of this, um, or since the public, this is the public hearing, but since we uh, put that together. So um, this will be all uh, looked at again tomorrow morning uh, to make sure that the correct addresses are on that. Okay, because I have paid in full. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you so much. Thank you. So, um, when you're, um, and then I, city attorney, that's up to you, but when you're acting as a city council person, you're sitting on the dais as a city council person. Your function is as a city council person. If, are you protesting a special assessment? Then, okay, then if, if you're subject to a special assessment and, and you're protesting that at a public hearing, you can go over there, go over there and speak as... <laughs> then I'm next. For your public assessment. It's for the special assessment because it's, it's a requirement in order I'm to petition. Karen Miller, 18755 Glenwood Boulevard. I just want to say I do agree with a lot of the residents that are here tonight. Um, it was a very, very aggressive sidewalk program. Um, it, it is disturbing to see the serenity of our community disrupted by all these white spots everywhere. I think there were a lot of things that were uh, replaced that didn't need to be. And the biggest piece was the lack of communication with residents about those things. So um, I, I live on uh, Glenwood, and um, there were five residences that had asphalt driveways, and we were forced to have our driveways dug up and um, sidewalk blocks put in where they had never been. I've been here for 32 years, and prior to that, the driveway was asphalt. Um, there was no process to appeal and I'm not sure if that's happened to other residents. I think that's something that needs to be um, handled. Um, and then if you, uh, when an ordinance is passed, um, a property can become non-conforming because it doesn't meet the ordinance, but that doesn't mean that you have to uh, follow the ordinance. Um, you're grandfathered in until you make changes yourself to, uh, to, to those things. Um, <clears throat> Uh, the sidewalks were marked in March. Our driveways were all of a sudden marked in June. I don't have any idea why. Um, we did, as uh, neighbors, write an appeal. It wasn't a safety hazard. Hazard Asphalt is more porous than cement. Um, we thought it was a waste of natural and personal resources. But again, there wasn't an opportunity to um, have a conversation about it and try and negotiate or work things out. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem. When we did the first uh, sidewalk program in 2002, I chose to replace all of um, the sidewalk in front of my house. And at that point, the ordinance was in place, but there was no uh, uh, requirement to uh, tear up my driveway. My issue now is that um, there is water sitting on the driveway. Um, when I did bring that to the attention of the city administrator, she sent me a picture of my driveway from a, a November of 2021. Don't know where that came from. Um, it did have water on the driveway, but we thought our road was being fixed last summer. It was on the list, it was approved, and then it was taken off. So we did not have time to do anything about um, resealing the driveway or anything. The problem is now <clears throat> they dug it up. There's cement there. The, the cement is sinking and the water is just sitting on there. I'm afraid someone's going to 
uh, fall if it's icy, and I don't even know how I can fix it now because if it was um, asphalt, thank you, Ms. Miller. Is there anyone else um, for the public hearing? A very brief comment. Um, that something that Karen just said made me think of this. My name's Jonathan Terra. Uh, I reside at 27605 California Drive Southwest. Um, one thing I noticed, uh, I only had one square replaced. Uh, but I noticed how much it stands out in contrast to the existing aggregate uh, concrete. So this is just a, a flat white concrete. I don't know if there was an option provided to do it in a matching style or if that might be done in the future. Uh, and, and that's it, other than... Uh, <coughs> Uh, I'd like to pay my bill because before I become uh, a, a black sheep. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, just wonder if that ever came up, the matching the style. And maybe in the future it can it at least be made an option that, you know, if you want to pay to have it match, then it'd be great if they all matched. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else for the public hearing? So I'm going to close the public hearing and we're going to go into um, the action requests. Um, I think that you probably should, uh, if it's possible, to postpone and either have a special uh, meeting to, I mean, we have a lot of um, issues from what I'm hearing, um, and uh, I'm, I'm hesitant, I mean, and I'm asking, I'm hesitant about moving forward to make it as a delinquency until some of these things are um, ironed out. So, I mean, I'm just, it's a question that I'm asking on what to. Yeah, could we, like, put it on a study session? Well, it can't be on the study session because we have to vote on it, so a special well, meeting. Well, I meant, like, to have, like, yeah, a special meeting, okay. Um, do you have a date in mind that you would like to discuss? I mean, first, or? doing first steps. Can it be done, or can we do that to postpone yeah. it? So that's my first question. I don't know, ordinance-wise, so where we're at? Timing-wise of this, so this is the process, again, this is the process that, because the city turns over all of its delinquent um, water bills, uh, nuisance cuts, any sort of improvement projects to the county. The county, there's, it's a time-sensitive issue. The county then transmits the funds to make the city whole for these, and then the county is the one that will then pursue collection of, of the, the delinquent funds. So if, if you're going to delay the process... Um, and I'm saying and delaying it, it like to sometime, I don't even know what day it is, today is Monday, so sometime either you know, within the time limit to post the actual meeting, like in the next week? I guess the, the, the question is at this point... Um, What's the county's timeline? Well, 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 not only the timeline, but what, I mean, what, what is council going to do differently? Are, are so we going to remove or are we going to retroactively... My issue is that you have a couple of people that said that they've already paid the bill, right? And so making sure that they come off of that roll. 
you know, ensuring before it goes to the county that it goes off, comes off that roll instead of someone having to fight with the county, you know, for delinquencies when we can be proactive and like remove them from the roll now. I think that that would be appropriate, and that and that, and I know the treasurer is is not present right now, but that's normally before it gets transmitted. They any individual that's on that list has until February twenty eighth to either to make, payments, right? make a payment or verify that if they, uh, in the case of the woman that had already paid it on the twentieth, to make sure that those payments have gone through and have and that they are removed from the roll. Um, if I if if there is a desire by council to delay it, I would say. Don't do it much more than a couple of weeks, just to confirm oh, sure. that, because I don't want to. I don't want to be in a situation where, time-wise, now we're, we are holding back the county from from moving forward with their their assessment collection, right. or the alternative, we miss it entirely, and then the city's left carrying these costs for an entire year on their books. Right, and and as he stated, uh, as the attorney stated, this role will change uh, once we get to February twenty eighth. The final role is what will go. So this is, is the role that we're adopting at this moment, but that role will not be put on the taxes until, or the summer taxes until after February 28th because this, as people make payments on this uh, and have their addresses removed, that will change. When again, it goes on the taxes and not to the county. I, I believe it goes to the, and again, this the is the treasurer's realm, but I believe it gets transferred to the county and, and to be collected via the taxes. Yeah, but she said it, it, it goes on our summer taxes. That's what the letter that we received said. It will go on summer taxes. But Some the payment wouldn't be made to Lathrop Village. The payment I mean, goes to Oakland County. County. No, I think it's made with your taxes. But the, so the uh, large, most of your the money that comes in with your tax payment doesn't actually stay with the city. Right. Some goes to the but school board, a lot of it goes to the county. This would go to the county. The county would be collecting these Right, but we would pay the city. Up until February 28th. No. Yes. Because no, after on our summer tax after February, after February 28th, right. you so will yes, have you a would, lien you, If you were paying your summer taxes, you would write your check to the city. The funds wouldn't remain with the city. They would be reimbursed back to the county. Right. And also, well, I don't need to speak. There was a problem with people even getting letters because this last batch of letters that to told about this meeting was a resident with a uh, tax uh, parcel number. That looks like junk mail, so I don't even know how many people actually didn't even get their letters. So that's a, that's a big concern, too. Well, whenever something's for the actual property, it belongs to the property, not the actual residence. I know all of my stuff for the taxes come with the address and the parcel number on it. My taxes come with my name, and the first letter came, the bill came with my name. Okay. So, so what, what is the, um, the pleasure of the council, however you want to do it. So it's, I, I don't think that it should move forward until it's actually cleared up because it's too, it's, it's too many people that um, have delinquencies, and I think that this is an oversight um, that I'm not comfortable with moving forward, but it's to the, um, Whoever wants to make a motion. Um, are we going to make it? Go ahead. Um, I'll make a motion to delay it. I'm not sure what. Uh, when is our next? You would have to make You'd a special, have to call a special meeting. Yeah, yeah, special meeting. So just switch it to a motion to. Yeah, I'm just set a special, special meeting. meeting. Yeah. Do I have to set a date right now? Um, set a special meeting dependent upon the county deadline. 
There would have to be a special meeting within the next two weeks. Yeah, you don't have to say that. She doesn't have to say the date, no, right? She can just say okay. within the next two weeks. Okay. Yeah, so so the mo what I would suggest is if, if the inclination is by council not to act on this tonight, to table this to uh, a, a date, well, a date to be determined for a special meeting within the next two to three weeks. Okay. Make a motion to table A to a special meeting, and the date will be determined in the next, uh, it will be held within the next couple of, or next few weeks. Second. That's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Yeah, I guess I, I just, I'm not clear on what the, what delaying this buys us because again, people have till February 28th to, to, to if, if they, if they think there's a mistake, if there's a problem, they, if, you know, I'm, I'm just not sure what the, what the delay buys us. So, other, um, other than putting us at potential risk of, or, you know, forcing another meeting or putting us at potential risk well, of missing it, the county. Is there deadline. an avenue for anyone to even have any kind of adjustment? Is I that think even that is out of good faith for the residents. If you have this many people that's coming in here to say that they're having some type of issue, especially if someone is saying that they paid for how many people didn't come and say, have a voice to say they paid for this already and they're on the special roll. And it's just to me that it would, um, it's in good faith in trying to clear people from that role. And sometimes it's not black and white, sometimes it has to be gray. <clears throat> well, like with the water, that one giant water bill, just there's, there's so many different pieces to it. So, any other, pardon me? Any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? No. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next, the sidewalk repair program contract, uh, SW 2023 extension. Yep, I've uh, asked Scott Ringler to come here and talk with us. Um, I do have additional information for you guys that I will pass on down. Unfortunately, I put the wrong thing in the packet and then I updated that this afternoon, so it is there. But if you'll take one, um, it's the actual letter. Am I introducing it too, Susan? I'm um, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Good evening, Mayor and Council. Uh, Scott Ringler with Giffels Webster. Uh, before you tonight is uh, a recommendation to extend the sidewalk contract for the third year, which will be the final year, uh, to KD Cement. Uh, in 2021, they were the low bidder on the project. Uh, and in addition to 2021, we had two option years. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, 2022, which is what most of the residents are here for, uh, was generally completed. Uh, we have a small punch list of, of work items to complete. And then uh, our recommendation is to award Katie Cement the uh, 2023 second option year contract. Uh, and included in that, Katie Cement has requested a 2% increase to their unit prices. Uh, I, I know it's, it's frankly, it's, it's really not that much. I know people are giggling, but cement's gone up 17% in the last year. And, uh, they are eating a lot of that cost. So they've respectfully asked for a small increase. So. Thank you. Um, 
who would like to make the motion? Um, so I, so I would like to make the motion, but I think I need some help here because I don't think we should be approving this tonight. I mean, considering the the comments, the outpour of issues, I think we need to, the motion that I would suggest is going back to the table and finding uh, three other bidders and see who's who ends up being the lowest bidder. So, you know, we wrote this contract, it is 100% Lathrop Village City Council's option to exercise or not exercise the contract. Uh, if you don't exercise it, we'll put out a bid document and go out for bids. Uh, probably going to take a little time to get. Uh, I can't guarantee you, but I think you're going to see higher prices. Cost of concrete's gone up significantly. Okay. And would you anticipate, a, I mean, KD will obviously bid again, yeah. and, and you, would you anticipate a higher bid because concrete... I would anticipate, I could guarantee it, of course. Right. Uh, just, you know, unit prices have gone up significantly That's since everyone knows inflation last year was pretty significant. And you can see the differences in the contract bids um, that were put together previously. Um, those were the three lowest bidders, so there was anywhere from... Uh, 171 or 172,000 to 244,000. Well, I guess in good faith, <laughs> like Kelly said, I think we should just give it a shot and see what we come back with. Um, just because of the concern of the the cement company, I think we should at least give it a try. Um, if they come back, if we have to. You know, just figure out a different option because I don't, this is just a bit much for us to just say, oh yeah, give KD the contract and that would just be like a slap in the face right now. I mean, you know, in my opinion, KD did a pretty good job. Uh, they replaced a lot of sidewalk this year and the previous year. Uh, this year's went a lot better than 2021. 2021 had issues uh, not just with the city but with our company and the contractor. It was the first year of the program. Uh, 2022 went a lot better. Mm -hmm. So the actual material and the actual job, the replacement, I agree with you. The work to get to that point, I disagree with you immensely on that one. Um, only because, I mean, and I'm not going to you know, go into what being a resident, but I know personally that there were some issues there. And now to see that it wasn't isolated just to a few people, we had a lot of issues, and I have to agree. I'm hesitant on agreeing to give it to KD, but I do hear you on the fact of the prices coming, I mean, raising, going higher. Um, to me, this might be something else, just a table instead of going back to bid, because um, this, to me, does have to be a discussion more than um, what we have right now to discuss, because I think this has to be... I prefer, if it was me making the motion, which I am not, um, to table it and not go back out to bid, but it needs to be, there's a lot that needs to be done first, and they need to make us whole in some of the things that they've done. I mean, these are like, maybe should be written to their contract also that this needs to be taken care of. We also need to have supervision. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that we really need to talk about before even, for me and how I feel about it personally. I'd like to ask Scott 
um, as the project managers for all of this, what will we see? Would we see different from you? Because a lot of these things are cleanup things, um, you know, like. Yeah, you know, it's 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 difficult. Like I said, there was three or four hundred houses that had work done this year. It's a lot. Uh, inspection costs can be significant. We part that back. I have a resident out here that works for us. Uh, he stops probably two hours a day on the job, so it's not full time. Trying to save quite a bit of money. It's it's quite an expense. Uh, the one thing that I would like to see them do differently this year is not go back. And what I mean by that is when they start streets, they finish them. Because this year they started some, they didn't do some driveways, we quantified things, found out they missed driveways, we had to redo it. Uh, so I've had that conversation with them about just trying to complete that street in its entirety instead of going back to do driveways. Driveways are a little more difficult to take out. they got a different crew that does that. Uh, that crew's not always here, so uh, there's a lot of, you know, going back to properties they'd already been to to finish work. Uh, I'd like to see that all finished at one time. Um, again, just for, um, I think that needs to be further discussion with yeah, you. That's fine. In regards to the work and just, you know, um, about this contract, because if possible to add some things, you know, if I could add a suggestion, I, I don't I don't see the ability to go back and adding additional requirements okay. to their existing contract at the same rate. But I do think um, I think it, it would would be prudent as opposed to just declining the second year option is to invite Katie Cement to come to our to our special meeting uh, for the special assessment role and have them present to council. They council can present to them the the half dozen or so complaints that we've heard this evening about yet unfinished work or work repair work that was done poorly or improperly uh, or their, their treatment of our, our residents in doing that process and have them answer some questions as to how how they can assure going forward should they be this option be picked up that we won't have these problems in 2023 is so, kd responsible for the for the uh, you know mitigation. putting things back in place or not yeah, I mean, they're responsible to remove the sidewalk, pour the sidewalk, uh, do the landscaping, okay. uh, repair irrigation. Irrigation's difficult. We chase our tails around out there trying to find them because, you know, they, they don't know where they're at. They're digging, they're re removing yeah. sidewalks and there's irrigation pipes next to it and they're not marked. They can't see them. Uh, and then they have to fix them. So we paid Giffels Webster 15 to 17 percent on a project. What does that include as far as managing those kinds of things? That is all of that. It's it's doing the the contract administration. Uh, it's field marking all the locations. It's quantifying the final work. Uh, that go, all goes into a GIS system that prepares actually the bills. Okay. Uh, it's mailing out the bills. Sometimes uh, the city mails them out. Sometimes we mail them out. So, uh, uh, it's material testing. Uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I'm definitely sympathetic because, you know, in 2002 or whenever we did the last time, I had an issue with my sidewalk um, replacement. Um, but the, the one thing I think is is the fact that we have the, the public hearing tonight is obviously going to bring, bring out the complaints. So what I'd be interested in hearing from you is on other projects that you work on with other vendors how does the experience that, that we had this summer and last summer 
differ from some of those other communities who have used other vendors? So is it similar? Is, it, is, this, is this markedly uh, different than what you've experienced? Similar to better. <laughs> Not a great answer. No, uh, but that doesn't make, I don't right. think it makes anybody uh, here feel better no, no, but at all. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, it's, it's production, it's production sidewalk. That's why you're getting such a great rate. This isn't specialty work. Uh, somebody asked, you know, if you can match the cement. Yeah, you can. It's going to be really expensive. Right. Uh, you know, I, I think is what he's talking about is the older cement that, you know, back in the day you didn't use white curing compound. You, you sprayed water on it every day to cure it. And now we spray them white. And that's what the white, the white is. It's curing compound. It's to help it cure. Does that go away? Yeah. Does it wear off? Uh, or slightly. It's still going to be discolored compared to pro to the ones next to them. It's, you know, different materials. Yeah. We don't have the great natural materials we used to use 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, but my question is, 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 is more towards, I mean, yes, we have issues. There's no question. And we're going to have issues on any project. But we've got to look at from the, the overall for the whole city. And I, I don't want to, on the other hand, you know, I don't want to be short-sighted and, and cost the sidewalk program significantly more next year because we make a decision based on the, the, what, 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 what we're hearing. And, and, if, and if you're saying it's similar to, or you said similar or better, actually, to what you've seen in other communities. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I'm asking. Yeah. I was asking to table it. Yeah. Another but, which is fine. I mean, so I, I have no problem tabling it, but I'm just, just so, I wanted I mean, to ask the that, question. So I think that it needs to be tabled to the special meeting as in what uh, city attorney said and so it can be a further discussion at that time so if someone will make a motion but for is that what you said though that yeah, I, yeah <laughs> my my recommendation was or my suggestion What's i guess fall short of a recommendation would be that if if council's not inclined to pick up that option this evening as opposed to declining the option and going out for bids invite kd cement to your special meeting Present them okay. with, with the okay. complaints and, and concerns that you have, and then ask them to a, a detail what their their plan, what their action plan for this summer's construction season. Should you pick up that option, what their plan is to to prevent or to reduce the number of instances that we've heard here tonight. But I guess I'm asking for clarity because you keep saying not to decline it. So, so are you saying? To table it. I'm saying table. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. If you That's decline it this evening, what? He's um, going to have to go back Scott out Ringley's to bid. Is, the is, price is going to have to go back more. out to bid, and, and with with inflation costs, the co the cost of materials alone, the likelihood that council will see the lowest bidder lower than this lower is, than this is, yeah, is pretty safe to say non-existent. Mm -hmm. And I think you may end up if KD Cement may or may not bid again, you may end up with a different company. The first year that we utilized KD Cement, uh, Cement as Scott Ringler indicated, there were a lot of problems, logistic problems. Um, that hopefully we've seen an improvement in that by bringing in a new contractor you're going to have a whole new learning curve all over again so um, that would be my suggestion to, to get more assurances for your residents that um, the ones that are going to be having their sidewalks disrupted next summer aren't going to be experiencing as many or the same type of problems that the residents have experienced last summer so I think this needs to be a motion just to table it so we can get them to come back and um, have a further and have a further discussion. Make a request if we if we table it. Motion to table. So we need to make a motion to table um, this decision and then we also would like to have them come to our uh, special meeting to address uh, concerns. 
I think you is could. Is, so is a motion on the floor, is there a second? Second. Let's move and second it. What's your discussion? Uh, I just want to say, if, if we're going to table this, when, when we do come back, besides the KD's plan, or K, yeah, KD's plan, I would like to know what Giffels Webster's plan is to deal with some of this mess, and also a communication plan for the city, because we heard from many people tonight that no one was communicating, no one was in touch with them. I know personally in the beginning, um, you know, there was no communication, and then as we heard tonight, lack of follow-up for people who were trying to, uh, you know, get answers and get help. So um, some kind of a plan for what, what the city's going to do to, so that next year, you know, we don't have a repeat of this year and last year. So we need to come up with a communication plan that, you know, we can. Yeah, so if we can have those so three it's been things. Are you finished? Yeah, I said if we can have those three things. Yeah, just one, one I know we said to the next special meeting, did we, we well, actually, I'll leave that for now. We can talk about that later. It's been moved and second. Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, now we are moving on to the fiscal year 2022-2023 budget amendments. Thank you, Scott. Okay, we had the option um, at the um, study session prior to council meeting to go over the budget amendments. Um, these are things that uh, we do primarily to make sure that we're in line with um, uh, the budgeted amounts in the fiscal year um, in making sure that uh, we're not spending outside of the appropriations that council has approved. So we have come to you uh, with amendments uh, in the, the general fund, um, in the major and local streets fund, in the water fund, in the sewer fund, in the capital acquisitions expense fund. Um, and uh, unless there are any specific questions that council has on any of these items, um, uh, I'm here to answer any questions that you may have, but uh, this, this is your first set of amendments for the budget year 2022 and 2023. So I'd like to make a motion to accept, um, or a motion for approval of the fiscal year. I'll, I'll make a motion to approve the budget amendments for fiscal year 2022-2023. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? I just want to make the same comment that I made earlier in the study session. Um, you know, when you look at the, the budget amendments, if you if you subtract out the things that are capital improvements that are being paid for through the capital improvement bond, um, the revenue uh, increase uh, offsets any uh, expense in, uh, increase, and we actually have an excess of revenue of about twenty thousand dollars. So that's actually a good thing. So. Um, to this point, you know, we're, we're maintaining our budget and we're actually doing a little bit better than, than, uh, than anticipated. Thank you. Any further discussion? <coughs> Hearing none, roll call, please. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? No. <laughs> Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next, we have the DDA Board of Director appointments. Okay, um, when the previous city administrator uh, resigned from her position, 
uh, Police Chief Scott McKee was appointed to be on the Board of Directors for the DDA to fill the vacancy. He has since indicated that uh, he feels he has filled that position well and would like to uh, put it back in the City Administrator's uh, list of responsibilities and uh, his last meeting that he was a part of uh, was January 20th of 2023, so it was just this last Friday. Um, so uh, there's a recommendation before you that myself as the city administrator be appointed to fill that vacancy. Thank you. Is there a motion? Motion to approve the city administrator Sue Montenegro to be appointed to fill the vacancy created by police <coughs> chief McKee's resignation from the DDA board of directors. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Yes. Is that a voting position? Yes, it is. And, and why, I'm, I'm trying to get, wrap my arms around why that would be a voting position as a staff person. Um, because I am appointed to the board as a board member rather than, um, um, the and term escapes me, um, it's, it's the position in which it's appointed. Because there's a requirement rather than serving as a liaison. Requirement for so many people to be business owners, so many people to be residents um, on that on that board. Where does that fit? I thought I saw that Scott McKee was listed as a, a in the business section, which that doesn't really uh, represent the business community. So I'm just wondering where does that fit into that nine-member board? I think he was listed as police chief. I don't think he was listed as a business owner, but I could be wrong on that. But I saw it previously. Um, this is just historically how things have been done. So this is the recommendation before you tonight. So um, any further discussion? I do have a question. Are there any other openings on the DDA right now? Oh, there's one seat that's open. I oh, think. there is one. I have to look it up. And actually, we'll have to. Uh, I don't want to misspeak. But I believe when I was in the meeting, there's one, but I will have to talk to Susie about that. I don't have the. And this is after filling. And Susan. you guys received the list of uh, yeah. boards and commissions, so you can mm -hmm. look at that. Um, you have that. Yep, I saw that. Yep. Any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? No. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, and I put this wrong. So now I, um, we are moving into a closed session. So what that means is that we would need to leave. Did you do the ZBA? ZBA? Oh, yeah. You were. I think we're doing the ZBA. We're, we're doing it last, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it at the end. So you have it under you have it under the what you put into record is under F. That's what I was asking about. Are you sure? No, I said after when I said I said after eight. So you so have it right there section. also. Right. Yes. So but we're now. going into a closed. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going into. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, need those I, need, I need those reading lessons. <laughs> How long do you think you're going to be gone? <laughs> Should we go home or should we stick around? But I'm, I, no, I cannot say how long it's going to be. Um, as I explain what I'm about to explain, you might be able to understand that we are going into a closed session. 
to do the six-month evaluation of the um, city administrator. I don't anticipate it being short um, at all. Um, so I'll just give you that. That's all I can um, give you. So <laughs> um, I would take a motion to close. Uh, oh, go ahead. So the motion. We have the other agreements? I mean, the yeah, agreements? so, but we'll come, we'll come back out of and oh, then and go, back. go back in. Oh, it's up to, it's up to council how, it, how they want to do it. I prefer to close it for both of them so we don't have to move like. So then, because going into a closed session requires a very specific motion, I, I would ask that. Mm -hmm. at, well, you can explain to the audience that there are two reasons to go into closed session, but specifically both would fall under Section 15.268A of the Open Meetings Act, and that would be the basis for the, the motion to go into closed session. So that's your motion. Remember that. I'm closed. Well, once so, we get to that point, we oh, can okay. I'll help you with that. The part. comments that you give at the end are they going to be recorded on the Zoom? So, like, if we go home, we can still see the comments. Just check back in through the Zoom because it'll be back on. I don't think we're even going to take the Zoom down. There's no reason to take it down. Just we, we won't take it down. We'll just so see. you can go home and log in. If you want. Yeah, and and if it's. If for some reason, it's not on Zoom. Go on Facebook. It'll be streamed on Facebook. Okay, so what would you like? How do you want us to do this? So because council is going to into closed session to consider um, or hear complaints brought against or to consider the, person, the periodic personal evaluation of the city administrator. So pursuant to section 15.268, subsection A of the Open Meetings Act, uh, it's appropriate for council to go into closed session to have those discussions. And that request has been made by the subject of, the, of, of that evaluation and, and to hear the complaints brought against that individual. All right, so I'll make so a motion to go in. Uh, I'll, make, say that. I'll make a motion to go into closed session pursuant to uh, section 15.26A of the Open Meetings Act to uh, discuss uh, an employee issue as well as an employee evaluation. At the request at of the, the, at, Yeah, at the, at the request of, of the, the individual employees. Second. It's uh, moved and second. There is no discussion, is there? No discussion. So um, I also need to take a motion to close the meeting, or the meeting stays open. Meeting stays open. Okay. Council moves into closed. Okay. Doesn't require a vote. Oh, I'm you sorry. Roll call. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally confused now. Roll call. Councilmember Kinez. Yes. Councilmember Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Councilmember Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. a motion to open up the um, open meeting open the meeting there's no there's no requirement that there be a formal motion to oh. there's the open meetings act is uh, is silent on how you come back from a closed session so we're back <laughs> we're back but in okay so now <laughs> we need to adjourn the council meeting and um, we need to adjourn for the ZBA make a motion to open up, a, to close uh, this meeting and open up as, as the ZBA. Second. Uh, roll call, please. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Board Member Miller? Yes. Board Member Garrett? Yes. Board Member Jennings? Yes. Board Member Cantor? Yes. Board Member Kinez? Yes. Motion carried.
I'll make a motion to uh, uh, table the um, BP signed variance uh, and to reconvene at a later date. Is there a second? Second. Is there, uh, we've been, it's been moved and second. Um, is there any further discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Board Member Garrett? Yes. Board Member Jennings? Yes. Board Member Cantor? Yes. Board Member Canez? Yes. Board Member Miller? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Motion to close the ZBA and open back up the uh, City Council. I'll make a motion to close the ZBA and open back up the City Council. Second. Moved and second. Roll call, please. Do I have to do roll call still? One day I'm going to remember this. No, thank you. Okay, so we're back um, to uh, City Council. Um, next up was the City Administrator's report. Um, you have the report in your packet. If you would like, I will go in depth. Otherwise, I will let you read it at your leisure. Uh, you tell me which you prefer for us to read it. Just a few uh, upcoming events. Uh, the town hall meeting is scheduled for Monday, February 6th at 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. and it will be in the community room and it is to discuss um, potentially opening roads that have been closed here in Lathrop Village to aid in um, fire, police, and ambulance to be able to respond quicker. Um, so encourage people to come out to be able to talk about that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. City Administrator? I mean, oh God, City Attorney, I'm looking at it. Um, I, I was going to give you guys a, a real quick update. We did receive um, confirmation last week that the, the long uh, tenured litigation the city's been involved with, with two, uh, three former police department employees appears to be uh, at the end of the road. Uh, Officer uh, Gorby, Officer Rucker, and uh, Ed Shargabian had filed lawsuits against the city claiming, uh, amongst other things, age discrimination. Um, and their latest appeal to the, uh, their last pending claim, uh, which was in the Michigan Court of Appeals, has been, uh, the Court of Appeals has issued a favorable opinion in, in favor of the city dismissing those claims. So there, there is still an opportunity for them to file a, a leave for, an application for leave to the Supreme Court for consideration. However, the likelihood that that Supreme Court would consider that is um, pretty small given the, the, the nature of the claims are not er new areas of law or um, contradictory to existing legal standards. So that's a, that's a good news for the city. So, Thank so that's you. all I got. Thank you. Um, look them over too fast. Uh, reports of boards, commissions, committees, infrastructure committee. Yeah, be real quick. We have an infrastructure meeting this Wednesday, January 25th at 6 p.m. I invite everybody to attend. Uh, we'll be reviewing the uh, summer of 2020 projects as well as uh, where we stand on budgets. Uh, and so I hope uh, people will, t will attend. Thank you. Parks and Rec committee. Um, that would be me. And I just want to invite everybody and those who don't know, we are having a bingo night down in the community room on Friday night from 6 to 8 p.m. All ages welcome. Bring a food pantry item as your contribution and come in. Bring your family, bring your friends, invite a neighbor. It's going to be a community-wide event. Hope you can all come. RSVP to Jacqueline if you can just so I know roughly how many to set up for. 
Thank you. Thank you, Planning Commission. Uh, yeah, so we, um, at our last meeting, we received the as-built for uh, the BP gas station, uh, which uh, the commission asked for to uh, verify certain aspects of the project, including the, the um, tank locations for the underground storage tanks, the EV charging locations, and, and uh, some issues with the screen wall. And the uh, planning commission was satisfied with the as-builts and, and voted to uh, approve and, and move on with the project. Thank you. Um, Simcock. No report. Southwell Public School Board. No report. Unfinished or new business. Yeah, I have, I have a few. I'm going to try to move through this quickly, but I don't want to delay these till, till next meeting. Um, so uh, first off, I, I wanted to bring up the back billing program. Just as a quick refresher, um, you know, Pam and I investigated some billing errors for some of our larger water customers. Uh, and found about $130,000 worth of, of underbilling. Uh, about a year ago, Council uh, approved the back billing program, um, and as part of the documentation that was presented on that night, you know, we, 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 were, we received a listing of all of the properties with the, a number of units that were owed by each of those, those properties, and, uh, and Council on that night approved the, the program. They approved the, the rate to be charged as well as the terms. Um, and I know I've, I've asked on, on several occasions through the last year about the status of that, and, and as far as I know, today, to date, no bills have gone out, and it should be a fairly straightforward process. So what I'm asking and hopefully have council support on, because um, I'm only one person, so we have to agree on this, but I, I'd, I'd like to ask and set a due date uh, for the February 6th study session to have those, those build up, bills out, which gives the staff two weeks to do that. So I wanted to see how council felt about that. Oh, we're, we're going back seven years, if, if possible, or just the two? Well, we, we, approved, we approved all the parameters, and I don't remember. I don't I'd have to go back and look, but, oh. it, but we, we approved all the parameters, and, and it just what hasn't happened is, is the bills have not gone out. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting on, you know, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, people had either, uh, a year to pay, but if it was over a certain amount, we gave them an additional year. But, you know, so we're sitting on, so we, should, we should be sitting on $65,000 right now roughly and collecting interest on that and putting it in it should be in our water and sewer department so I just wanted to just give the administration a due date to make that happen and you want to give them two weeks uh, two, uh, two weeks they should have all the information that they they have that they need they have the number of units for each house they have the number the, the billing rate it's multiplying the two numbers together and, and getting the getting the bills out and the documentation to the individual. Are well, they I'm, aware? Are the people aware that this is coming, or no? You don't know. I, I'm going to assume not. not. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. And if it's doable, and I mean, if it, it's doable in two weeks, I'm fine with it. All right, everybody fine. Yeah, is it residents and businesses? Or residents and businesses. Can I put the caveat in there that if we find we can't do it in two weeks, that I communicate that to council and extend it out? another week or two on top of that. I'm fine I with would, that. I um, would say maybe uh, once you get started and it looks like it's going to be more tedious than it, it appears, give us a heads up prior to yeah. the two-week yeah, yep, two yep. deadline. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Um, and then the second one was, was the WaterTech um, RF, well, no, well, we, the WaterTech RPIS sue about that, so that's actually the RFP is in process for that, so um, that we can skip. Um, service line material, um, one of the, the major reasons why we made that recommendation is because we, we went a year without having 
with, with it constantly getting pushed on, on the back burner because of other higher priorities. And so the, the, the recommendation was made to um, get that process going, um, to get the service line material identifications. If you remember, we do self-testing, but the, the self-testing response rate has been extremely poor. Um, and so there, there were two, two prongs to that, that recommendation that we asked that would start immediately. One was to look at creative ways to get the self-testing done because every self-test that we do saves the city probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to $60. And when you multiply that times somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,500 homes, you know, you're talking a, a, a lot of money. Um, and then the second part of that was that uh, a contractor um, needed to be hired uh, go through the process of hiring a contractor because we will have to go inside those people's <coughs> homes. Um, and again, you know, that was about two months ago, so I want to make sure that that, that process um, also gets started. And so I was hoping that, again, we could set some type of deadline like a month or so to have, you know, either an RFP or a RFP out for a contractor or the contractor um, hired, however we, however we do that. So again, um, asking for counsel opinion on, on a deadline for that. What's the suggestion? Uh, I say a, a, a month. month. I'm just throwing it out there. You guys may feel differently, but I, I just want to see some progress on it. So what is the, um, Sue, what is, you know, how long do you think it's going to take you to get out? An RFP for that? Um, I don't think that will take as long because that one there's lots of communities that have had to put that RFP out. Um, the one on the technology side of it was a little, a little more finessing and tweaking that needs to be done to it. So this one, I think I can have back to you guys by our next um, yeah, meeting by the 27th of February. Okay. The next yeah. council meeting. Okay. Um, the other thing we we talked about in in October um, when the audit was delivered, we had asked for the a January um, response to. Um, the, the non-material weaknesses that were, were in there. So obviously we haven't gotten that, but hopefully we can get that for the next council meeting. Okay. Again. What? Okay. Uh, and then the, the, the last thing I have on my list, um, uh, so, in, you know, we talked about encroachments a couple months ago, and, and for, for the year leading up to that, you know, I personally was hit by a lot of residents on, on encroachment issues as was, was the city, and we had asked, uh, or the, the, the viewpoint then was that, that the city attorney, um, Susie Stack and the planners would get together to talk about that, and it, and it didn't happen, so I, I kept pushing for it, and we had the meeting in October where we talked about it, and that got a little confusing, and then it got pulled from the next agenda, and, and the, the idea was to, again, convene that group, so bring a more comprehensive approach to uh, council for our for our considera consideration, and so I just want to make sure that that's happening as well. I thought the last where we left it last was once the new code officer got brought up to speed, because it's going to physically require going around mm -hmm. and making observations. Right. So that's where I thought we had left it. Yeah, because I know the last email that I had gotten because we had had a pre-meeting and it was supposed to be on the agenda, and then it was taken off the agenda, and I had asked why, and it was because we decided because you. The yeah, two it was, you decided it was passed on. To we needed to back. go to the planner and to, right. um, yeah, and, and internally work on that stuff. So that's what we're doing in, in bringing Bill on board is another okay. part of that key component. So we are in that process. Okay. Um, but Yeah, I just want to make sure that it's getting worked on and moving forward on it. 
And that is all I had for unfinished new business. Jen, you got something for new business? Well, yeah. Well, I, actually, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, at the January 9th meeting, uh, this presented about creating a new position for communications and uh, parks and rec. And at that meeting, I asked about the DDA parks and recreation manager position and told that was not, it was off the table and that that wasn't the job. But anyway, I went back and looked. January 2021, there was a recommendation to restructure the part-time DDA Parks and Recreation Specialist position to uh, create a full-time DDA and Special Projects Manager position. Salary adjustment from 15000 to 30000 Job description was compiling weekly e-newsletter, updating website and social media pages, administers a variety of special events and activities, elicits volunteer involvement and community participation, prepares various marketing and communication materials for the DDA and the city, coordinates designs and edits the Your Town newsletter and other community publications, manages and implements the update and re redesign of city website. Uh, so in January of 2021, uh, Corey was promoted to that position from her part-time position. In September 2021, uh, there was a recommendation by Cheryl to uh, do the DDA Special Projects Manager, expanded job duties. This is Corey taking on the event activities that were under Chris, increasing her salary to 42000 with this being split 8,000 DDA, 4,000 city, coming from budget previously allocated for recreation salary. Uh, Bruce responded, please make sure you have a very tight introduction and explanation of the promotion for Corey, including how you got to the recommended $12,000 increase. While I have no issue with it, villagers and certain candidates are going to lose their minds and explode. A clear and detailed intro explanation might help calm things a bit. Then Kelly said, I 100% agree with being very detailed about Corey's promotion, but I'm sure you already knew that. In addition, would you also discuss why you are not backfilling Chris's position, which was the Parks and Rec position? Um, then in, uh, there was a memo from Susie Steck to the DDA board um, saying that uh, the special DDN special projects manager will be taking on the planning and implementation of the many community events previously hosted by the Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, City Council approved that September 27, 2021. Additional duties will include serving as a department liaison for Parks and Recreation, managing volunteers, vendors, and planning community events. Uh, in December of 2021, there was a job posting for DDA and special projects manager after Corey put in a resignation. Uh, basically, same job description, compiling, compiling weekly e-newsletter, e updating website and social media pages, planning of community events, serves as the city's parks and recreation liaison officer, elicits volunteer involvement and community participation, prepares various marketing and communication materials for the DDA city, coordinates designs and edits the Yorktown newsletter and other community publications, manages and implements the update and re redesign of city website. Uh, there were a couple of memos that went out saying the position had been posted. May of 2022, there was a memo from Susie Steck to the DDA board that the position was filled by Brittany Dorsey. Uh, in their May 2022 report, 
Uh, it showed there was a historical snapshot talking about this position taking over the events um, and that um, the salary of the DDN special projects manager is $44,290. And then there were some emails that I had received from uh, Corey when she was putting together the Your Town, so I know that she was, she was doing that. So my question is, this sounds exactly like what we were talking about doing. I'm wondering why this position that was posted with all of these duties, why that isn't being done, and what, what, is, what does that position look like um, if these key pieces are not supposed to, you know, supposed to be the position, but it is. So, so to comment, ask for question. another. Hmm? I, I didn't know. Is that a question? You just put putting it in there? No, I mean I'm just yeah. So. You know, wh why is there a need to hire another person when this job has been filled and it should be, should have been done since May? I will have to look into that. Well, I can give you all of the, I've, I've got all of it. So when I tried to discuss this at that uh, study session, I wasn't given the opportunity. So that's why I brought it here this evening. So anyway. Um, I don't see that there's a need to hire another, another person uh, when, as I said, this was specifically created and the salary was raised to do these duties, and that's not happening. Anything else? Nope. Anyone else have any unfinished or new business? Move to public comments. The speakers are limited to three minutes. comments um, regarding the your town on the pavement resurfacing program the map is not correct in many ways and I wondered why an updated map wasn't um, printed out this shows streets that have been that are not paved that have been paved and it's just not correct um, <clears throat> and the other thing I just wanted to address Mayor Garrett I wanted to address you specifically and say I wanted to apologize for my recent outbursts in the past I've been dealing with some personal issues that I've been working on and I may have been taking it out on you and for that I'm sorry that's not who I am so that's all I have to say Brief comment, uh, Jason Hammond, uh, Lathrop Village resident. Um, I appreciate Councilwoman Miller bringing up the very detailed description of what was intended to be done with the Assistant DDA and Events and Communication position. That's information I did not know of, and I'm glad to have it now. Um, I feel like that is a the, the covering of that type of information could have been done with the city administrator outside of this meeting in order for communication to happen and investigation to happen and it be presented both to council and to residents all in one 
sitting so that you know, there was an opportunity to figure out, all right, well, what was done in the past, what was defined in the past is what that position was supposed to be, and should the person in that position now still be responsible for the same responsibilities that were defined for Corey when she was in that position previously. So I'm hopeful, I don't know whether or not that conversation happened, I'm hopeful that it did happen, and that if it did happen, then the information should be able to be made available to all of us so that we can understand what the parameters of that position are intended to be. And, sorry, were you speaking over me? Or? Uh, so that we understand who the person in that position, what their responsibilities are, and if those actually include things like communication, events planning, and things like that. So I appreciate you bringing that up, and, and I'm hopeful that uh, there's a clear communication to the city of what uh, the residents and the business owners of what that the position is responsible for. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I don't see that there's anybody that is on Zoom, so um, is there anyone in the hallway? <laughs> Just click. Um, so I'll close public comments and so for my comments I uh, accept your apology I appreciate that that was very um, I know for a fact how it feels when you have a lot on your mind and it does not appear that people take into account things that have happened so I do appreciate it and I hope that going forward that we can have a better uh, working relationship Goodbye, Cliff. I just think that I appreciate y'all telling me for another year, please. Thank you. Go, Cliff. Thank you. So, um, real quick, for Kathy Mayfield, um, there is a training. Um, we could provide uh, proof of completion, but that's not mandatory, but there are trainings for new elected officials, trainings throughout the year that, yes, we can go to. Um, Mr. Andrews with the street closure, who I will call tomorrow also, um, I really encourage everybody that lives on Santa Rosa to come to the open or the town hall on February 6th. I really want everybody to really get the facts prior to making any, um, San Jose, San Jose. what did I say? San Rosa. It's 12. I get okay, it. so, um, so sorry. Um, just to come to the town hall so you can get full, um, all the information because it was brought to the council. The council did not bring it up. It was from um, the South Hill Fire Department. And that's, let's go from there and see what happens and talk about it. Miss Love about the speed bumps. Yeah, um, I think we've gone that way before. I know where Miss Love lives, and um, I think even Miss Kuntz can say that from Bloomfield Drive in Santa Barbara really needs to do something. And it might be where, and I know no one likes it, a lot of people don't like it, but maybe those main thoroughfares may have to get something to put on it because your hair will blow back on how fast people are going down those those streets and I'm sure on uh, Lathrop Boulevard too. Um, communication plan. We did discuss it and we do need to work on it. I did start it but it fell short so I apologize. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Robinson, 
Mr. Owens. Uh, and, for, yeah, for those two, three people, they talked about the uh, trees causing the issues. <clears throat> that has been a, um, a thorn in my side, no pun intended, because the same thing happened um, to my sidewalks. And I have been complaining about it, but I just decided to just kind of let it go. So I think I've answered all the ones. That I know they probably aren't um, listening. We did get the um, the addresses of everyone. I'm really concerned about the damage to the sprinkler systems um, because I did say something about that and that wasn't followed up on or they kind of put everything back and didn't do anything. But I think that's a good idea that we will have a meeting with K&D. KD submit, um, and we can. I think it'd be a good idea if we had a summary of all the you know things that we heard um, to present them to them. <coughs> I think that'd be a good idea. That's all I got. That's all I can remember at this point. Anyone else on council? I just have a quick question. You refer to a, a study session on the sixth of February. Are we still going to do that and the town hall meeting? No, the, the study session, uh, the town hall is taking is, place of the study session. Okay, so... Did I have that on the thing No, twice? but Bruce said it, we'll discuss it at the 2-6 study session. So I'm like, are we coming at 5 o'clock for that? I, in my notes, for the back billing, we were going to have that discussion. Oh, no, no, no. no. I, I tried to ask the, de the deadline to be by the, by the next study session. So, oh, which is the town hall. Right, so basically, gotcha. I, I just knew the study session was that With day, that so I said it was two weeks, so I said the study session, but yeah. Gotcha. I know, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm like, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry <laughs> we're having a study session, too? Yeah. Okay, that was my only comment. Anyone else have any comments? And, um, yeah, so, uh, so I want to I thank, you know, we had a lot of residents come tonight. I want to thank them for, for bringing up their issues. Um, you know, unfortunately, progress is messy. Um, you know, these, these projects that we have, you know, it's, it's unfortunate and it's frustrating, but, you know, damage happens. I mean, you know, we got Lori Kuntz here whose sprinkler was damaged. Um, you know, and, and the, you know, the replacing the sidewalks damages the grass and so forth. So I, I appreciate everybody's patience. I know it's frustrating. Um, I do want to assure everybody that we will get all of these things taken care of. There, there was money in all of these projects to do remediation of things that go wrong. Um, you know, the, the city engineer, you know, does in some of these projects, you know, review all the work that's done. They're not going to see everything, unfortunately. So we hope that the residents will let us know. We, we have been encouraging residents throughout the process. There's an email. Sue, what's the, you know, the email address off the top of your head? CIP projects at Lathrop Village, yes. I think. Yeah, so CIP projects at lathropvillage.org. Um, so if you do have issues, um, you know, again, thanks to everybody for bringing their issues tonight. Um, if you do have issues, other issues, email us so that we know of them and, and, and we'll take care of them. Um, as far as the trees go, yes, I, I echo, you know, your comments. You know, the, it is frustrating that we're responsible for the, for the sidewalks even when the, the city trees cause the damage. One of the things that we did do um, uh, as part of that project is that the city paid for the, the root grinding. So the city did cover some of the costs to help um, alleviate some of the pain of having to replace those sidewalk blocks. And, and so they, they should stay level. And uh, theoretically, that should, should slow, if not 
eliminate the, the, them coming back because the route has been, been, been cut away. Um, to Mr. Andrews, I think that's how you say his name, um, you know, who, who talked about uh, Rainbow Circle and asked me specifically uh, why his road wasn't being done. That's because Rainbow Circle was never on the paving list. Um, if you look at the, you know, you, you can go to uh, Lather, uh, fixlvroads.com uh, and it shows the map of roads that are eligible and Rainbow Circle was, was not eligible. Um, it's, it's shown in gray, which was the non-eligible color. Um, the, um, I, as, as I remember it, I think almost all of Rainbow Circle is concrete and it's very specifically spelled out in the uh, recommendation, all the approved recommendations and everything that, that went along with this project that we were only doing asphalt roads, uh, not doing concrete. So uh, I'm not sure where the confusion came in. It did look like the map you were holding up uh, might have been the PASER rating map, which was showing the, the, condi the rated condition of the roads, but that wasn't showing which, which roads were, were eligible. Um, yeah, and then we also had a resident bring up their, their asphalt sidewalks, um, and uh, that was pretty infuriating because the entire city is being brought up to, up to speed with their, with their sidewalks. Um, the, there were many things that were said during that, that resident's um, discussion that was, was inaccurate. There was no process to appeal. That resident brought their concerns to council. Council had no appetite for addressing those, those issues. Um, and then, you know, if, if uh, the, that resident doesn't like it, they can, they can always appeal the circuit court. Um, they made statements about having no idea why their, why their sidewalks were marked in June in this very council that was brought up, on, I believe, on multiple occasions that it was a human error, that it wasn't made in the first markings. So uh, when, they went, when, when they went out the second time to verify the markings, they saw that those markings had been missed. And all the asphalt driveways in that situation in the city were, were marked for the same, same issue. I believe there were 12 of them. So um, asking for, for, for special uh, consideration um, is, you know, if we were to grant special consideration for that, we'd have to grant special consideration to all these people who were in here tonight. The, the, the roots were brought up by City Tree. Oh, okay. uh, well, let's not do that because, you know, we, we gave one person special special treatment. Um, there were no exceptions that were made. The, pro the process was adjudicated fairly by the city administration and the city staff. No. Um, and then the argument about legally non-conforming and, and, and the city attorney can correct me if I'm wrong, if we're doing a citywide project to bring the entire city up to speed, the, the concept of legally non-conforming I don't believe exists. I think we had this conversation before. We, we could have this conversation for a lot longer, but it, it's also, the ordinance has been in effect a lot longer than the driveway right. was in existence. So the requirement, you can't that be illegally non-conforming if the ordinance has required you to be compliant. Right. So, so, so again. Yeah. I, I had two other attorneys that actually presented to this group that said non-conforming properties do not have to be. And there's nothing about driveways and they were talking, about, they were talking about discount tire, and they, were ta they weren't talking about your situation. So you can't analogize what they said on that situation to yours. It's oh, different. Okay. There was an ordinance in place that required the portion of the sidewalk that no. transfers across a driveway to be concrete. No. That ordinance has been on the city books a lot longer than that driveway's ever been there. Before 19... I think... I think, it, I think it was 1972 no, when that ordinance was originally it was, passed. Uh, 
It was after. I, ha I have it here, actually. Yeah. And if the resident feels that they were treated unfairly, they, they've got circuit court that they can mm, go to. Circuit court, okay. It didn't come to council. I still have a problem with the driveway flooding, and there's no remedy that I can now do because of what was, what, how it was done. There was no reason to do it. There was no safety issue. I'm not sure. I never got an answer to why the city administrator had a picture of my driveway from November 2021. Um, again. So I guess I do. How do, how do I go about finding out how my driveway is going to be fixed? Email SIP. And who responds to that? I responded to that. No, I know. I said, who, who responds to SIP? Just so residents know who responds to those emails. Staff does. Staff? Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you done with your? Um, I think, is everyone done with their comments? I would take a yes. motion to um, adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Second. second. It's been moved and second. Have a very good morning. <laughs> <laughs>